All right, everybody, welcome to uh, episode five of the On Fire podcast. Um, here, I'm here with Blake. Hello there. And also our special guest this week, Oscar Blair. Hello, guys. Air Blair. The Air Blair Show the Air is Blair on show. air. Blair on the air. <laughs> Blair, well Blair on the air. Blair Pollution. He's here in the studio right now. Um, this will also be the first episode where we'll actually have a live kind of video of what's going on. Uh, of us recording it, um, you know, you can see all the shit on the walls here, uh, you know, in, in the cave, as we like to say, um, you know, we're going to start with the, um, this week we're going with one team that has been on fire in this past week, uh, Minnesota Wild. Minnesota Wild have been nasty this past week, and I feel like every other team we've pretty much talked about, so I want to, you know, kind of focus on them, like, you know, Kaprizov especially, Tied for fifth in the league. Blake, what do you think about them? Um, great team. Uh, overall, just like a good distribution of points throughout the whole roster. Like they're working as a team mm-hmm. and they're being led by the big, how much, how much money is he making? Eight mil? Dollar, dollar Bill Carrill. Dollar, dollar Bill Carrill. A player that I'd love to have on the Flames for sure. Yeah. We're not talking about the Flames right now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, they turned their season around. They weren't doing well at the beginning, were they? Hey? No, not really, but like you see them, like Cam Talbot's playing good and everything. And, you know, um, like I think everyone, like Matt Zuccarello has really stepped up and that's what's kind of making them number one in their division right now. Like just overall as a team, every game. And um, I love their energy. Like Ryan Hartman is coming out of nowhere. 13 goals. Next up behind him is Kirill Caprizo at nine. That's insane. That's like... Yeah, and, no. and Marcus Foligno and Erickson Eck with nine as well. Exactly. Like, they have so many people. Like, it's just... The the thing is that that's making them good is just their distribution throughout the roster, right? I like that they don't have one star putting up all the points. It's a team effort. Yeah. It's not just... Because uh, you see so many teams. Just one player, he's just going to carry. But, you know, when it's a team effort, you get good goaltending, mm-hmm. solid forward, solid defense. Yeah, speaking of the goaltending... They could go decently. No, sorry. Um, but Cam Talbot, point nine four. 914 save percentage, which is great. Um, and they got Kakinen backing him up, which is solid goaltending. Honestly, like Cam Talbot's like like his stats don't really show how good he's doing. Like number wise, like two point seven one goals against isn't that great, but honestly, it's more about the team in front of him than Cam Talbot. Like he's he's done really good is like honestly just this week. Like it's just the whole team's just been showing up and like Oscar said, we have the whole team showing up. It's not just Dollar Dollar Bill Carrill. It's not just your boy, the horse, Matt Zuccarello. Okay. The absolute workhorse out there. Okay. Like he, he carries out there, you know, you know, Henrik Lundqvist's best friend, you know, but it's, it's not just any of those guys. It's Ryan Hartman. It's, you know, Matt Dumba on the point, you know, it's Jonas Brodeen playing really good defensively. It's kind of the whole team. They've got that rookie Kakinen who, um, you know, it isn't having the year that like everyone suspected, but he's still playing very good for his first year. So, anything else, Oscar? Um, for the minutes that you know, Kako Kakinen has had, he has been really good. Um, I I would like to see him in game more games. You know, I had him for my fantasy team. He didn't do uh much at all, but when Cam Talbot's uh having a good season, you let you know, you let the hot hand go. Yeah. No, definitely. I think they're a good team that deserves a lot of recognition right now. Um, every other team like Florida and New York and Toronto, like we've talked about, they're all doing good. And 
Um, not much more needs to be said, but Minnesota is just one of those teams that's just been mediocre for as long as we can remember. Never really even like made the playoffs or gotten past the first round or anything, but like they're just they're really you know getting away from that kind of mediocre you know kind of area of a team, right? And Kaprizov was one of the first steps to that, like having an actual superstar on your roster and having someone that's able to consistently contribute to your like to the points and like leading your team. To- yeah, I think getting Kaprizov and then also getting rid of Sutter and Parise and their contracts and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Getting yeah, rid of that was yeah, that was pretty yeah. big because that opened up so much cap space and they got rid of Devin Dubnik too. Like just mm-hmm. all this dead weight that's been holding down this franchise for so long and all of their like really good picks finally coming up through the pipeline. I think it's just you know, they've very, done very really bright good. future for sure. Yeah, very bright future. Do you, do you think there's a piece in the league now that could push them over the edge more than they already have been? Well, you know, the thing is, is with the way they're playing, you got to look at uh, trade deadline coming up in probably March. So they got they got like a few more months, right, to keep playing good, but or February, whatever it is. But, you know, I, I see them, if they keep this up, obviously they're going to be buyers of the deadline. The question is always, what are they going to buy at the deadline? Not just like they're going to be buyers, but um, like are they going to go after defense? Are they going to go after forwards? Like is that going to be a top forward? Is that going to be like a depth forward? Like what are they going to do, right? Um, is it going to be a goalie? Depends on how much they're making. Yeah. Like, they have a lot more cap space now. Um, I'm not sure exactly how much it is, but, you know, just overall, like, I think they're in a good position and especially in a good position to even add to the success. And as long as they can get someone that gels with that locker room, I think uh, think we could see some good stuff coming out of there. It's definitely an exciting team, uh, you know, one to look out for. Are they going to make a deep playoff push this year? I don't know. I don't think so. We'll see. But we'll see. We'll see. You know, it's a young team. They got Kirill Kaprizov. You can't, you can't say for sure for any team because the 2019 Flames were yeah. so good in the in the regular season, <clears throat> and then they completely slumped in the in the playoffs. Well, that's so, just regular Flames hockey there. Yeah, that is regular Flames hockey, but like, it's 20, just how 2011 it is. was something special, eh, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out 2011 Vancouver Canucks. You know, after all, all the success they had and... Just had to torch the city, hey? What do you guys say about that? I didn't mean to go there. No, I do understand. (laughs) Yeah, I had to, you know, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Sometimes you go too far, I understand. Yeah, no. But uh, torching your team after losing a playoff game isn't really... You could could say that uh, in 2011, Vancouver was on fire. Let's say, uh, you know... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that was bad. Let's say burning your city down isn't a great way to attract free agency signings. It's actually pretty frightening, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably fearing for, like, more than just losing. They're fearing for their safety. Yeah. I get that point. Um, you know, for those that don't know, uh, Oscar here is a big Vancouver fan. You know, he's uh, um, not sure if he's a legal immigrant, but he's definitely an immigrant from, um, you know, the United Kingdom or whatever, Europe. I don't, I'm not exactly sure what that country's called, but um, he's from somewhere um, that is not here. And uh, legally or illegally, he's a fan of the Vancouver Canucks, um, you know, because they were just doing good at the time. And, you know, he had to hop on the bandwagon instead of making an educated decision. And they have not done good since. And uh, their greatest player right now is Elias Pettersson by far. He's having 
Well, a year. It's having a year. It's, it's a year. It's not a good year, it's but a it's good a year. year. Got some Besser trade rumors, too. Oh! Oh, oh my God. Out there. With all the hype of him coming into the league in the first place yeah. and just winning, like, the accuracy challenge in the All-Star game, like... It's, uh, it's shocking. Um, I, I don't want it. I think we do have a good team. We're just not playing like it. We played really good against the Senators, mm-hmm. uh, but they are the Senators. That's all I have to say about that team. <laughs> it's not hard to play against they the, the Senators. They are the Senators. It's not hard to play against a team with uh, players like, uh, you know, who, who comes to mind when you think of the Senators? Uh, Brady Kachuk. Uh, really, that's about it for that. <laughs> that's about yeah? <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll stay away from players on the Senators Brady then. Brady and his uh, contract. Yeah, Brady and his contract and his bleeding hand and, you know, you know he's getting bit out here and all that. Uh but, um, yeah, you know, I think that, you know, gives us a little more on our guest here, Oscar. Big Vancouver guy, big Bobby Lou guy, Got big uh, Alexander Burroughs guy. Got off the boat, chose the worst team possible. <laughs> you know, not, not much else you can do, right? What else you can do. When you're in 10 years, you know, you can't just leave. You can't just like, up and sell all your jerseys and everything. It's right? kind of a lifelong thing now like you guys are stuck with the flames who are on the up and up yeah like we guess we have a Vesna they've kind of just been on the up and up like for years now but we're not really getting like up here we're just kind of getting like up relative to the bottom (laughs) is like we're getting up relative to where we used to be but it's like baby steps constantly baby steps for 20 years yeah man (laughs) no vancouver just you know, it's like a heartbeat. You know? you know, we do we do have a Vesna goaltender on Calgary though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? You just uh, and and we've got some really good defensemen too. Like I like to point out, um, one of the best defensive defensemen that we have is Chris Tanev. Like I think that guy's really good. I think any team to have him would you know really value his skill and would like to keep him <laughs> for like an extended period of time. Uh, he's really really good defensively and. Let me think of some teams in the league that could use some good defense right now. That could use a player like Chris Tanev. Um, you know, just try him out, you know, since yeah. they've never had him before. Like like Vancouver. Yeah. Um, they could use some defense for sure. Yeah. Especially getting rid of Nate Schmidt yeah. for just, like, a third rounder. Like, whatever. What do you do, right? Yeah. Well, no. Got all of Ekman Larson. Yeah, we got Ekman oh, Ekman Larson? Oh, say less. No, you're good. Yeah, you're good, bro. Yeah. You know, Quinn Hughes, that guy who people were trying to argue is better than Kale McCarr back in their rookie season. And, you know, I'm trying to argue that he's better than Jack and I'm not even buying into that anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's not even better. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't even know who's the better brother. He's probably not better than Luke anymore, if we're being honest. <laughs> Luke hasn't even played a game in the NHL. And, man, what do you do? Well, I, uh, I have one more thing I want to talk about this podcast. Um let me see here. Uh, I, I want to talk about in this new segment I like to call Gone Forever. Um, you know, like, a, like, like Aaron Hernandez, you know. Yep. I want to oh talk about <laughs> Mark... Ber- <laughs> <coughs> I want to talk about Mark Bergevin. I never thought I'd see the day where that guy would leave Montreal because he's just done so much shit up until this point that what really made them decide now is the greatest time i don't know why didn't you fire him before he chose caught kinemi over brady kachuk why didn't you fire him before he chose logan mayu who is like suspended from playing hockey anywhere because he's such a problem and league wide the whole league knew that he was a problem and he still took him wasn't he's the guy that asked teams not to draft him isn't he yeah he is or 
Yeah, no, yeah, he, is he is because he was in that scandal in Sweden or whatever for like doing some illegal shit with some girls' photos. So, you know, like, but the thing is, is like, Logan Mayu asks not to be drafted. No other team is going to draft him. So instead of waiting till the very last round with their very last pick, they're like, oh, first round pick? Mmm, that Logan Mayu's looking, mmm, looking good. There's about. Let me let me pick that. Let me pick that. And you're telling me everyone around Mark Bergman like, yeah, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I got no complaints. Like they've got assistant GMs here who are like advising this guy. Like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. On on draft night, the fact that that whole boardroom signed off on that and was like, yeah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fucking pen to paper with that. Pen to paper. You know, I know there was a room full of them. Just like you know what. Let's give the kid a chance. Multiple people nodding their head. It, it not just what, it doesn't matter what he did. Yeah. He, he can put a, he can play hockey. French Canadian can play hockey. Controversial. He's fitting our image. Little do we know that the whole Montreal, um, like all their management, made a different decision, and we got Bergevin in the back, just licking his lips, just ready to take my. He just like made the phone call without anyone knowing. He's just like. He's like under the desk. He's like, hey, yeah, yeah. No, go ahead and pick Mayu. Yeah, take him. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, who should we pick, guys? And then they're announcing the pick. I said, <laughs> Everyone's still on the board, whiteboard, like, looking at names. Like, oh, he'd be really good just under the bench. I think Aru Raddy would be pretty good. He had a bad year this year, but I, 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 think, he's, I think he's got the potential. And then everyone's just – and then Mark Bergman's typing yeah, Mayu no into the computer. This. No one will be upset about In the middle this. of the conversation in that boardroom, they see the TV, see, and the Montreal Canadiens select – Logan Mayu. Everyone's just like, we weren't even done picking a fucking name here. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't know. It, you just got to feel bad for the fans at that point. Like, we saw their reaction when they picked Kotkinemi over Brady Kachuk. And look where that guy is now. The fans were upset when he got picked. I can't imagine that they're happy now. No. Like, I can't imagine that that happiness ever, uh, like, came back, you know? Like, it's a pretty bad situation, and... Gotta feel bad for him. The whole Canadians right now with Carey Price out. Um, you know, they don't really have too much going for them, especially with Caulfield just <laughs> not delivering. I know he was in the AHL for a bit. They kind of stiffed him there. But uh, he has not been a contributor for that team. This, he, this, sorry. This might mean that Toffoli is going to be a, um, a good um, option for a sell. He's probably a good option for Vancouver, eh? He would. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I think Vancouver could really use somebody like Toffoli, who you know, like just a good scorer. Like you know, I think that's someone who really would fit the team of Vancouver. You know, I think is you know someone someone like that. It really doesn't end. You know, you see all these players; they do pretty good for Vancouver. It's like, no, we'll try to get someone better. We'll try to get someone that fits the scheme. Uh, that person they trades normally better and fits the scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just don't, you know, give him time to really settle down. Shit. So I just eh, we gave him a few. We gave him two seasons. Let's get him out of there. <laughs> oh, Jacob Markstrom, Vesna winner. Okay, at least we, we don't need players. that. We don't need that, my man. You know why? Because we're the best player in the game. I'm sorry. How much did you ask for? How much money did you want? <laughs> Six million. <laughs> mm, I don't know if a Vesna's worth six million, sir. Um, five shutouts in 20 games. I don't know. We kind of got this Demko kid who's like pretty all right, you know? Yeah. At least we kept Demko. It's not a complete wildfire. Not like he was ever on the trade block. Demko's great. Demko's great. He's really good. 
proud of Demko. Um, but with how Markstrom's <laughs> playing, you would take Markstrom nine times out of ten. Yeah. Well, currently. Currently. But Demko's just like year. that not prospect for the future, right? Like he's he's just getting into the NHL right now, and he's been a prospect for Vancouver for God knows how many yeah. years, and like he's he's ready to play now. Yeah. He's made some incredible saves. But the team around him just isn't ready. They're not ready. They, I think in the interview, I don't forget who said it, but they just said the whole team's not buying in yet. They have good pieces, but the whole team isn't sold on the idea that they can win games. And I think that's what you see. Yeah, it, it shows in their play. Yeah, like you can see it in their practice and everything. Like oh just God. the frustration there. Like JT Miller say, like yelling out at practice, "We don't know what we're doing because they can't get a simple drill right." Like you see them trying to get a drill explained to them, and they just can't do it. Like yeah. it's it's pretty uh, pretty disappointing to see. If I was a fan of them, yeah. um, but you know, it's one of those things. Uh, you know, we we might do something. Probably not. I doubt we're going to get better. I imagine we only get worse. What, what happens with their GM? I don't even know about the GM. I, I, I don't think we should have him anymore. I, yeah. I thought he was a good GM, but just in recent years, he hasn't been. He's just made the wrong decisions. He, he was doing good. He's making the right decisions. I mean, to be fair, the team's completely underperforming. The whole, yeah, the whole team. Like, they're not buying in. They're just underperforming. I imagine you know when you're underperforming and everyone has expectations for you for once in like five years... And you just don't do anything. I had great, greatly high expectations for Pedersen. Yeah. Like two year, two seasons ago, that guy I seriously thought was going to be the future of the NHL. I thought this guy was going to be great. I thought he was. I thought he represented the direction that the NHL was going. Someone with, like we mentioned in one of the earlier episodes, creativity. Someone with, like all, like all these traits, right? Um, like he he just really represented what I thought could be elite in the future, and then he had one off year, and I wasn't ready to write him off yet because of I saw his potential. But this year, man, like after this year, if he doesn't pick it up, like uh, it's just disappointing when you see how well he started. I understand he got injured, but you you know when so much people have expectations for you and just under deliver constantly, it gets to a point where like, does he have a future with us? Yeah. All right, everybody. Well. It's been a good episode. I enjoyed having Air Blair here. You know, it's uh, we we got some good conver- conversation about uh, Minnesota, um, Montreal, and Vancouver, and um, you know, lots of Vancouver disses. But uh, yeah, thank you for coming, Oscar. It's a pleasure having you. No, I enjoyed being here. You know, uh, I love the podcast. So. Ho- hopefully, we'll uh, hopefully we'll have you on another one later. So I uh, look forward to getting a lot of guests on here and. Um, you know, it was a good episode and, uh, we're going to go play some mighty drunks hockey now. It's our beer league team. And we're going to, we're going to go get a fat dub let's tonight. Go, you know? baby. Yeah. Let's, let's go, go get a W. I think it's about time. Who wants to eat a W? Yeah. Who want to eat one? <laughs> That's E1. All right, boys. We'll see you next episode. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.